Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mocast. I know it's been two weeks. Small time, man. Oh man, yeah, it's been it's been so it's been some time, you know. You know, people are busy, it's still summer, a lot of folks are on vacation and whatnot. Not everybody's playing the game, I was yeah, about so to long. say. <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, what do we have for today? Well Fine. today we have the uh, Windwalker podcast, which is Ooh. something that we've been uh, trying to get hold off for for quite a while and we're really stoked about this because we're both windwalker fans oh, yeah. and obviously today we have some really cool guests but i'm not going to go into details myself i'm gonna let uh the boys uh, introduce themselves so uh starting with uh babylonius which you probably should know if you've been at least once babylonius in the peak uh, peak discord at least once uh go for it my man tell the people who actually still don't know who you are what who you are what you do and stuff like that Sure. So, uh, yeah, my I go by Babylonius. Um, I am the current owner administrator of the uh, Monk Discord Peak of Serenity, as well as um, the owner administrator of the Monk website, peakofserenity.com. Um, I also write the Wowhead guides and the Icy Veins guides for Windwalkers. Um, I've played Windwalker since about a month or two into Mists, um, minus a short break during uh, Nihilotha progression where I switched to Demon Hunter because I just felt like my brain needed a break and you know, I didn't want to think for a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but beyond that, um, I've been pretty much dedicated Windwalker and uh, find me pretty regularly in, in Discord answering questions and, and stuff like that. Pretty cool, pretty cool. And we, we're also going to have all the links uh, to, to the boys in the description. We're going to have Twitches, YouTubes, you know, websites, Discords, all of that. So be sure to check the description for these fine gentlemen, uh, you know, because uh, they're definitely, definitely worth it. Now let's let's pass it along to Mr. J-Funk. Hey, uh, I'm J-Funk. Uh, I'm a purple name in the Peak Discord, and I stream a lot and like to talk about Windwalker a bunch. <laughs> that's, it, that, that, that's about it, baby. You know, it's... One one hell of an episode we wanted to do for for quite a while. Like I said, no, uh, Peak of Serenity also had its podcast. I know there's a lot of uh, wind. Uh, no, we were mystery for talks in there. At least I know Nawali is a regular tale. Yeah, and, uh, we had uh, we had a Nawali too on the mystery for, and we're like like super happy to to get you know you know the the big boys. Uh, from from the Windwalker gang oh, here, yeah. um, and you know just uh, just to start it off because you know Babs did mention that he started playing Monk deck basically from its inception. <laughs> so uh, this is a question for both you guys. Um, where where do you think uh, Windwalker had its best iteration uh, in the game? It could be now, could be in a different expansion, and why? Um, right. So you know that's obviously a question we get asked a lot. Um, I think. For me personally, I, I need to kind of split it up or kind of caveat the answers. I think For sure. um, in terms of best design, I think Windwalker, you know, I, I think Windwalker right now is nearly at its best um, design wise. Yep. Uh, however, I, I think Tumas Argaris with, with the tier set bonuses that we had back then um, was just kind of the pinnacle of the way that I feel Windwalker should play, which is very smooth. Um, not super spammy, but very um, fluid kind of one thing into another. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do think overall, uh, even though Windwalker is strong right now, I think Antorus, uh, in terms of Windwalker's overall strength, you know, Windwalker yeah. was super strong in AoE and in single target back then. So um, I think in terms of strength, you know, I'd have to say Antorus, but in terms of design and, and kind of the actual play style uh tomb of sargeras is still up tops for me 
cool. All I right. Mean, I guess we can agree the current version of Wind Walker is pretty legit, as you know, Babs uh, mentioned, because I felt the same way while playing it and stuff. But I didn't. But yeah. we can we can go even deeper into that. Uh, what about you, G Funk? What do you think? Uh, I would agree with probably Thumas Sargeras, but I think like each iteration of Monk throughout the expansions has had something that I enjoyed differently about him. Like I think like Mop Wad had like the Tiger Eye Brew model of cooldown, which I enjoyed more. But then I think uh, Legion had like a lot of like cool AOE stuff that was fun to use. Like the Mark of the Crane changes that it got in Legion helped it be more fun in AOE. But I think right now, if you play Kyrian, it can be pretty fun and emulate the Tomb of Sargeras playstyle a little bit, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think Tomb of Sargeras, I guess, overall. And uh, do you agree? Like, do you feel like currently in, in Shadowlands, uh, as we speak, uh, Windwalker, you know, in terms of like design, uh, as a spec, do you think it's pretty solid? And I know it's performing well, and you know, it's it's a it's a really strong melee spec. But like, just in terms of like it's the mechanics, the design, and everything, do you feel it's uh, right right about you know the I wouldn't say close to perfection, but you know, pretty good. Let's say, let's call it like that. Well, there's always room for improvement, I think, but I am generally happy with where it is. I think it has a pretty defined niche, which I, I think is good. Um, but I think they could do better with some of the borrowed power stuff and like legendaries and balancing and things. Okay. okay. Well, about about that, I was actually going to <laughs> about that. to to, uh, to uh, mention this because because uh, Babylonia says something similar as well that this might be cl uh, the uh, close to as. Uh, it can get to its best possible design. What do you guys feel like it, it needs to reach that point? Uh, and maybe a little elaborate a little bit on it, if uh, if, if if that's cool, and we, see exactly what. Uh, we can go to specifics. If, like, if you yeah. guys know, like you know, okay, there's this legendary that could be fixed in this way. Something you can just go wild with it. Yeah, I, I think for me, you know, the it's it's just kind of lacking um, a lot of our abilities. Uh, well. I should caveat because I, I definitely agree with Jay Funk about Kyrian in terms of getting closer to that, uh, you know, that point of uh, playing like Tomb of Sargeras. You know, I think right now, I mean, a lot of people, you know, are, are playing Necrolord, and I think Necrolord feels really good in AoE, but then it's just very plain in single target. Um, I think Windwalker could really use just a little bit more of a single target identity um, in that regard. Um, I think we're known to be very strong in AoE, but you know, ultimately, I mean, I'm somebody that raiding is is my most important uh, content that I do. So, yeah. um, you know, being weaker on in single target, you know, generally means you're going to be weaker in boss damage, which which hurts in raid. So, uh, I, I think there's definitely some room. You know, I, I would like to see other legendary choices. Um, you know, I'm not envious of the specs that. You know, have to maintain three or four different legendaries. Oh, you know, at oh, all times. That's a pain, yes. Uh, you know, but at the same time, I'm I really was not not super thrilled with the fact that it's you know another tier of uh, invokers. Del you know, delight. Even okay. though I, I, you know, it, it's good and I like it decently. It just I would have liked to see a little bit more out of the Covenant legendary specifically. You know, the Night Fae one is great and. And takes the top spot for that but the others are really underwhelming so you feel like it's a it's an issue of damage right now that could be improved not necessarily mechanics or 
bounce. Uh, I mean, single target has been kind of an issue with Windwalker, at least uh, from what we know. Yeah, um, it's kind of a staple, I would say, more or less. There has been good times, there have been bad times, but it still feels that they, they just, I don't know, maybe that they still want to keep it in that, I don't know, AOE niche thing. Maybe, but, but, but I've I seen suppose. Windwalkers do pretty good single target. But I guess that, like that can be easily fixed with Legendary, right? Okay, baseline, the spec has its uh, pros and cons. And if you really want to like flip that, you can get this specific legendary as well. And uh, Invoker's Delight is fun. Personally, I, I kind of wanted to see some some of, some of the crazier ones that have some implications to like at least see something visual. But uh, big ass <laughs> rising sun king. I, I like more tigers, man. I like I like my tigers. Oh, you want the tiger? Okay, okay. But um, I was gonna I was gonna ask as well. Uh, we can uh, we can let J Funk uh, said as well. But I, if you guys can touch a little bit about uh, on Venthyr afterwards. Yeah, is there any Venthyr monks out there? Windwalker. <laughs> like, um, I, I would see. They're just ones that are incidentally playing Windwalker because Venthyr's strong for Mistweaver. Right. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that are playing Venthyr because they liked it, you know, and it's their preference. But in terms of actual performance, you know, nobody's choosing Venthyr because they think it's gonna be the best in terms of damage. I mean, there's no secret that people kind of went for the best. I think Preach did a video on this a while back. And I yeah. don't think things have changed. Uh, he tried to, he practically demonstrated like to Ian that you know, people did not go necessarily for the fantasy choice, you know, oh my god, I like this covenant. Everybody went for the who's the fucking best? Okay, that's why let's go. Yep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I guess that's the same thing. And I know uh in terms of life covenants, um Bondus Brew, I know a lot of monks picked that for PvP, uh if, if I'm not mistaken. In terms of like, you know, fixing fixing quote unquote the uh single target, you know, uh, damage. Would you would you say that it been fixed through a covenant swap or just through the legendaries? Because I know both would be kind of insane. I think it's just that Windwalker has a lack of support when it comes to single target damage. Uh, you're noticing now that like the, the dreaded S sword, the scaling of Windwalker single target is starting to rear its head. Like it's just really poor. Um, but their AOE is just super good. As like they just have a lot of support around that. Like they have. Uh, Dance of Chi-Gi, which is absurdly good, and then they have Calculated Strikes, which is also absurdly good, but there's no equivalent to that on single target for them. Um, in terms of fixing it, I don't really know. They just need to like add conduits or legendaries that are really good for single target, and like maybe change some talents that are better for single target. Because currently it's just like Dance of Chi-Gi is like way too good that you would just you're, you're like you're the AOE spec, and that's what you do, um, especially on like the latest raid, like. Yeah, you don't do any single target, as Bab said, but like on AOE fights, you're just you can just put a Windwalker on an AOE situation, and then they can just handle it by themselves, which is really strong. Oh yeah, well, well, uh, you did mention like like uh, the tal the talents. I guess we can can go through this. Um, I I don't know if you posted any any updates, uh, Babs, uh, but at least on YouTube, uh, Babs is very active on YouTube. But by, yeah. uh, by the way, uh, you should definitely check out some some of the in depth info over there. Uh, you know, because of him, I understood how you know uh, how a couple punch. of cooldowns work. <laughs> but talking about talents, right? So uh, we're gonna look at uh, the last row. Do you guys think that maybe I don't know changing, uh, I don't know maybe Serenity or something like that could could maybe help out with with single target or do you have like a different approach to it when it comes to us because we know GG is really good. What about the the last row? 
the kid or spiritual focus or anything like that. I mean, I, personally, for me, I, I think the I, I think the single target. You know what what Windwalker could use to benefit from single target is a lot simpler than that. Right. Um, you know, I, I think even though those those things can get done, um, you know, we can get a stronger single target talent. We can get a stronger single target legendary or covenant or stuff like that. Um, but I, I do think it's it's really as simple as just a little bit of numbers tuning. Um, you know, obviously there's a big concern when it comes to tuning these things that oh, you know, um, you know, if you change Windwalkers, you know, yeah, you, ha you have to balance things closely or you know a changed single target will also change uh aoe where windwalkers are already very strong and um i think that's a completely reasonable concern um but at the same time we have tiger palm blackout kick but more importantly rising sun kick that yep. um, are our primary single target um abilities and really there's not at least in my mind a, a compelling reason um why those couldn't just be buffed a little bit in order to you know, give us a little bit more single target damage. <laughs> do, do you guys think advocating for a couple of buffs for Windwalker wouldn't like outrage the the, the people? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, just because that's just how it happens anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, um, that's kind of how Fury got the treatment back in uh, Nathria, where they uh, had a couple of weeks of uh, buffing Furies little by little until it became a, a, a much better much better spec and i remember they addressed uh rising sun kick by uh, once or twice maybe you can correct me on that one when the damage is i still feel like whenever i play monk regardless of the spec i don't know if it how much this issue extends to the other two specs as well but tiger palm and blackout kick was are so underwhelming this that i just press that button and something happens with my resources i cannot really tell if the damage is really there so maybe maybe that can be addressed um to for single target as well i don't know how much that would influence this because probably uh you no know, when it comes to damage profile of windwalker rising sun kick is a much better much bigger piece of that yeah so the more yeah the more i mean the big concern with buffing rising sun kick is p is pvp um you know where windwalker is relatively strong anyway oh, yeah. um, but you know they have that they're supposed to have that technology to be able to tune those things differently and they have shown that even in recent weeks um, you know, so I think that's something that I've been trying to advocate for a while and Windwalker, I think, would still very much benefit from. I think if they nerfed uh, the buff single target, they nerf AoE a little bit, though. Like, nerf dance with GG a little bit. It's, like, way too... It's it's becoming a problem where it's, like, way too good now, especially with the conduit. It's just getting out of control where, like, when you get a proc, you just kill everything, and it's... Like, I don't know how they would balance, balance single target <laughs> with that being as good as it is still. <laughs> uh, I've seen I've seen uh, the the dance of GG procs in PvP too. Uh, you know, just circling back because there's a couple of clips out there which are ridiculous because uh, <laughs> people getting one shot by by dance of GG like by an AOE ability. Uh, this is like goes goes to the point that you know if they they do change numbers and stuff, they will basically have a ripple effect to all the aspects of the game. And yeah, Windwalker is a pretty beast, pretty beasting world right now in PvP, um, and. You know, as J Funk said, you know, uh, the the whole AOE prowess of the spec is, uh, a, 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 I would go and say a tad ridiculous because I've seen some numbers and they're just all out wow. So maybe maybe the compromise would be there to like okay maybe tune down a little bit uh, either the talent or I don't know some the numbers uh, from from uh, GG and maybe buff uh, as you said 
you know the I would say the builders you know Tiger oh, I don't, I don't know exactly well obviously they have a pretty good uh, spreadsheet of, uh, of information think? that where they can choose exactly what's above I just uh, like I'm slightly reminded of Havoc and BFA when we talk about AOE being so strong where Havoc's AOE was so good that it was actually the single target rotation as well where yeah, pretty much all of the BFA. builds had blade dance in them and that was just a little bit weird where Havoc right now seems to be in a much better spot where uh, I mean, you know, the builds at least the 9.0 and 9.0.5 had different uh, different damage profiles and that was pretty cool. So I don't know if they have to take that and apply it to Windwalker to to an extent as well. Because I still retain my, uh, my, my opinion that Windwalker is maybe one of the best designs melee DPS in terms of uh, rotation and mechanics. Uh, even even as uh, a main of ev almost every other melee than Windwalker, I still cannot uh, get over the fact that Windwalker is really, really well designed. Good. I don't know how you guys feel after playing Windwalker for so many years, but I feel like mechanical-wise, the only thing that I can probably do is tune some numbers. And obviously, we can also go into the towns, which is what we usually do with something like maybe finally make Whirling Dragon Punch baseline since I have I've hardly yeah, remember a time where been, that was yeah, not. Yeah, that's used. like the, the staple all the time. You pick this all the time, regardless, right? So uh, this is why I was trying to like circle back to you earlier. It's like, is there any room you guys think that they could address like quote unquote some dead talents on the tree currently? Because I know there's there's a lot of talents that are actually pretty good and useful for Windwalker. I'm just always kind of looking at that the last row and always kind of seeing Whirling Dragon Punch, like, for a long time now. You guys think there's maybe some room over there? Well, my my opinion's unpopular, but I don't think that Whirling Dragon Punch should be baseline, because I think if they make it baseline, they'd have to, like, change it significantly, and has like, nerf it and all that. But um, I think Whirling Dragon Punch should just move up a row, and they should just, re like, remove hit combo or something, because that talent is really boring. <laughs> and then just make that bottom row more impactful and more interesting as a result. Yeah, uh, but mo most of their talents are like most Windwalker's talents are really low impact on purpose. I feel like uh, just because the base gets so strong. Um, I mean, they could make the talents more powerful, but it would come out as a result of like their base kit getting weaker. I guess. What well, What do you think, Babs? Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I think there's definitely room for changes. Um, I, I thought really when. Um, like when when coming into Shadowlands and they and they added Dance of Chi as a talent, I thought that was a great change. Yep. Um, I thought that they really could have kind of kept going with that idea um, in terms of using the the um, Azerite traits that we had um, in the past, and I think uh, and and making that row. You know, I think Hit Combo is just an awful talent, um, and Rushing Jade Wind in that row is also useless. Um, <laughs> You know, so really, I, I thought they could have, you know, very easily taken that row and used um, the Glory of the Dawn trait, which buffed uh, Rising That's Sun Kick, could have used the Fury of Zuen trait that buffed, that gave us, you know, additional Zuen uh, and, and some other stuff as well, you know, with Haste buff and stuff, which is kind of what we have now with Invoker's Delight. Um, and then as well as... Uh, you know, then keeping Dance of Chi Jean, I, I thought that that would give us um, kind of a choice between you could have a, you know, um, Glory of the Dawn to really focus on single target, you'd have um, Dance of Chi Jean to focus on AoE, and I thought that would be a good um, change as well. Um, I am on the side of, of making Whirling Dragon Punch baseline. Um, 
and then I think that last row should all um, modify or augment Storm Earth and Fire in some way. You know, with Serenity there, with um, spiritual focus there, I, I don't really like either of them particularly, um, but they are ones that uh, they just that row just doesn't really have an identity. Um, and I think it could be used, you know, maybe one is the old uh, drinking horn cover legendary from Legion where um, Storm Earth and Fire is made longer by uh, casting things in it, or maybe it's stronger, or maybe it's just a single target, you know, buff, or maybe like Serenity, it cuts down our resources spent. Um, I think there are a lot of other options. I think they've just kind of used kind of the uh, lazier options in in many ways definitely well, i don't know how you feel about this babs but uh they should revisit the thing they did in bfa and make, make ring of peace baseline for all monk specs i think again because yeah, that row is uh useless outside of ring of peace <laughs> yeah we can we can definitely go into into other rows as well and uh i kind of agree with both of you when it comes to whirling dragon punch i think the biggest problem is the disconnect between what the row is supposed to do because i feel like whirling dragon punch is a really cool at least visually pleasing ability aside the uh the uh, glaring issue that it kind of forces you in place for a very long time for the animation but it feels like it could be a last row talent where oh you pick this and you just like fly into a whirlwind of punches and kicks and um, but if they kept it in the talent row i feel like they could they would need to put two other talents similar to that uh maybe one for a single target maybe one that's kind of a little bit of both or i don't know because it definitely doesn't feel like whirling dragon punch kind of does the same thing as spiritual uh, focus and serenity clearly so that, that that's just a it feels like it just doesn't belong on that row maybe move it like uh uh, like Jake Fung said, uh, maybe move it up. Maybe instead of hit combo, because hit hum combo just feels like, oh, I mean, this, that's, you have a mastery. Just, Look, this is yeah, what your mastery your does. Mastery it's also a, bit, a yeah. talent, so I don't know. I mean, know. it is boring, you know, that, that, that's the honest truth. And I, I don't think anyone played Rushing Jade. So, yeah, we have Dashing Jade, which is super strong over there. Hit combo, which is super boring. They're Rushing, rushing Jade. So, uh, and, and, you know, Babs did kind of uh, hit the nail on it. It just feels lazy. They they had the opportunity to go with it. Uh, as you said, you know, Dance of Chi great addition. I think like the, you know, the, the perfect addition here would be at least instead of rushing Jade something uh, single target, then you would actually have a choice, right? Because now it's like basically uh, Dance of Chi all the way. And I think hit combo maybe for pure, pure, pure single target. I hope I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, yeah. You Sorry, basically take you basically take hit combo when you don't take take chance of Chiji. Yeah. You know, you, you don't really take hit combo on its own merit. You take it because Dance of Chiji really is not gonna do yeah. much for you on that fight. Like so that's kind of it. Hit combo and you know, I've, a lot of us have been saying this for a long time. It, it's not hit combo is it gives you a punishment for mistakes, it's not a bonus for good play. Um, <laughs> you know, just you you keep it's like a six percent damage buff that you can lose rather than one that you gain actively yeah and more often than not you're going to be playing dance since it's like a pure single target fight like guardian just because like any cleave that you can get dance just immediately becomes better so well i guess i guess uh, in terms of the talents that they have they they were cut off for them that's not not to say you know that the spec uh, isn't good because i know uh we, we got a couple of comments that all oh, you guys complaining that spec is so good la, la, la. now we're just we're just talking guys discussing you know things that could be improved right because everybody wants this game to get better and you do play this game through your spec your class 
So that's the first thing you interact with. Might as well, you know, go through through all these things and maybe some some someone over there uh, that bliss maybe gets uh, an ear and get get some things rolling, you know? I mean, yeah, Bab said it pretty well. I think it's just, it feels like lazy where they just stopped at putting Dance of GG because they did add as a lot more Azurite powers as Titans to other specs. I know. And uh, they could have definitely added uh, the Rising Sun Kick uh, Azurite power instead of Hit Combo maybe, or just add more, or not just Azurite power because it feels like the more the more of these podcasts we do, the more we talk to people, it's like, man, we had this that was so good back then and they, they took it away. Why not just, you know, keep bringing stuff? I mean, I don't know how you guys see this would affect the overall design and maybe balance of Windwalker, but maybe they can bring out like other spells or other talents that Windwalker had in the past that work really well and replace some of the dead talents. Like Fine said, I don't know who doesn't take Ring of Peace at least maybe <laughs> yeah. outside of raids and even now with raids having so many ads ring of peace can be can be good mm -hmm. so that's that's just it's so iconic and it's such a strong it's very hard One to emulate abilities in, in the whole well, of the game it basically <laughs> creates terrain impassable terrain that's a very hard utility to to replace to ignore, or yeah. or compare against so either make the whole role something similar to that or just put that baseline maybe yeah i think that you know that kind of that road takes a similar, you know, with good karma there, um, takes a similar stance to the last row and, and stuff like that. And then it just doesn't have a clear identity. Um, you know, I think you have, uh, you have Ring of Peace, which is obviously a control spell um, and an iconic control spell for Windwalker. Um, then you have Tiger Tail Sweep, which is control, but really no one's going to take that even in PvP because um, you can just take Ring of Peace. Um, but then Good Karma really doesn't fit because it's defensive ability. Um, you know, so the the idea that, that you know, Ring of Peace should be baseline, I think makes perfect sense. Um, I think the fact that Tiger Tail Sweep is pretty much never used means it could go. Um, honestly, I think Good Karma should be kind of the base, not baseline, but baseline for that um, row, and I think that row should be the row that modifies karma. Um, I, I, I still, even though it's a, a lesser issue now because Windwalker's more AoE focused, but um, the fact that karma, you know, still requires to take damage, you know, we still have that quote, you know, degenerate gameplay that yeah, that yeah. was talked about years ago. And I think if, you know, if that row became um, karma focused and all right, one of them, you know, you have good karma that heals you when when uh, karma absorbs. Maybe you have bad karma that deals damage when karma absorbs, um, you know, or, or other stuff like that. I think karma can become the identity of that row. Um, but I think I think Windwalker has a lot, you know, has quite a few of that things that just don't, you know, really fit with, you know, having a clear identity for for the rows. And I think that we would really benefit from. I, I I don't think it's really a drastic change that has to happen. I, I think they're minor things, and I think, like you guys said, there's there's stuff historically that we could go back on. Um, you know, my I have been advocating for Chi Orbit, which was we had in Legion to come and replace Eye of the Tiger, um, just so that it's three Chi based spells. I think that would be um, just more thematic. I think Eye of the Tiger doesn't fit there in terms of its you know the actual theme of it, but. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff, you know, just minor changes that um, I think would just make Windwalker a little bit more um, flexible. So you're not, it's not just the same thing, you know, week in and week out uh, on every single boss. Yeah, I guess that that goes into the balance of uh, of the spec, which uh, 
I mean, they've been having a hard time with it. And I was about to ask about the first row as well, because it feels... I have the Tiger, it seems like it's just there because of its name. I mean, uh, it's, <laughs> really? it's, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not, I was never impressed about the particular effect. I don't know in terms of numbers how much it is, because it was, it has been some time since I've looked, and I don't think I've ever looked a lot at what the numbers for Eye of the Tiger are, but it just feels like that row is just the same for all three specs, and I hardly see any situation where I wouldn't want cheap burst. I just like cheap burst the most out of that row. So is there a particular reason why this row is still like this for, for Windwalker? Is there a competitive competitiveness to that row, essentially? Since, uh, I mean, I don't know, I think Cheap Burst is just... Maybe for, for my new brain, just feels like it's the obvious choice on that row pretty much always. Well, I think you end up taking Eye of the Tiger or Chi Wave on single target. I think if you're a Necrolord, you'd do that. I think Chi Burst is still more valuable in your opener as Kyrian, but... Yeah, they're mostly just single target, but... I think Eye of the Tiger was mostly picked on single target just because it's a passive and you can't really make any mistakes with it, like with Chi-Wave, but uh, that's the main point of the row, I think. Yeah, right. I mean, I think they're all meant to be unimpactful. I mean, it, you know, outside of an AoE situation where you can get just that extra Chi from Chi Burst, um, you know, you really could pick all uh, any of those three in, in a single target situation and be fine. Um, you know, and, and to a certain extent, I think that's a good design um, because then it does let you play with, all right, I like this one better. I, you know, I, I don't want to have to stop and channel Chi Burst for a second, so I'm not going to use that. Or, oh, I don't want to have an extra button, so I'm going to use Eye of the Tiger um, and still be okay. Um, I think that's decent design. The problem is when, you know, that's the design or that's the options because the options are so underwhelming that uh, you kind of just can choose whatever you want and not really mind it. I think it's just kind of a, the end result is different. I think the end result is is correct, but the way you get there is incorrect. I think there's a lot of room for design on that row. It just seems like they want to generally make that row the same for all three specs. I know that Mistweaver has their like one new talent, different talent in there. It's like miswrap talent, but yeah. uh, besides that, they're all the same, I think. On purpose yeah i believe so i mean it wouldn't be a, a new concept to to classes where they share a similar role in between them and i think it's kind of the same argument with the ring of peace where um uh, windwalker has good karma and the other specs have something else um and we talked a little bit about the the talents unless you guys have anything else that you want to talk, uh, talk about i was going to ask about uh conduits because when we did our, our research and we talked with you guys about, you know, the, the best conduits and what to use for different types of situations, it felt like in comparison to other specs, Windwalkers had a lot more impactful conduits than uh, than the other ones. Now, in terms of how much it impacts your overall damage, that remains to be seen. But what do you guys feel, uh, at least your overall impressions, I guess, about the conduit system right now and how it affects Windwalker? Would you like to see any changes, buffs, nerfs, maybe to, to swap? You did mention that there's uh, the conduit that affects Dance of GG. Um, and that makes it a little bit too strong. Like, what do you guys think of the overall system? Obviously, we hope that we, I don't know if you guys like wanted to have something similar in the next expansion, but what do you, what do you think of it? Any buffs, nerfs, or changes that you would like to see? Maybe 9.2 or something like that? I would like to see, you know, a little bit more diversity, you know, or a little bit more, I'd like to see a little bit more single target focused. Um, you know, right now, Windwalker, very much just kind of leans into the strength um you know our strongest uh conduit you know is kind of unequivocally 
the calculated strikes, which increases our spinning crane kick damage, which really is only going to be useful in AOE situations or situations where you're using Dance of Chiji, which again should be AOE situations. Um, but I think it it right now is that is just scaling so out of control. I don't know how it's gonna you know go like we knew this was gonna be a thing, and I just don't know how it's going to exist in future tiers. It just seems like it's more and more outrageous because of the way that it it scales. Um, you know, the other ones I think are more or less fine. I'd like to see a little bit more out of some of them. Um, but they all more or less are AOE focused, you know, or ones that we would use in AOE. Um, we don't really have one that we switch into just for maximizing single target damage. Um, the one that's supposed to be that coordinated offensive is strong enough, you know, which is fine because, you know, um, you have to focus your your targets on one target, but you do still use that in an AOE situation. Yep. <laughs> um, so it's not really a single target conduit as much as a all around conduit that aims to you know kind of force you into a single target situation. Yeah, that's basically. I think you made a, a video about this or, or a post on the website, Babs, uh, regarding coordinated offensive because I think not a lot of people understood how it worked, and I, I um, even like the uh the whole concept behind windwalker monk right because you know we play with walker we haven't really delved like super deep into it um you know understanding exactly how storm earth and fire works and how you know coordinate coordinate offensive the conduit works it's you know i do i really do recommend for all you windwalkers out there to to definitely check check babs youtube because uh there's a there's a lot of knowledge that you're gonna definitely get a better grip uh, on understanding this pick and, and speaking of that um you know i'm just gonna come off here and represent like you know the the people who are really curious about windwalker monks but are a bit scared because they've heard the uh the rumors that it's not the easiest spec to pull off um what would you guys I don't know give as a as a tip or as a, as a you know a couple of words of advice for people curious to try when walker bug but are scared of you know it's uh i would say intricacies intricacies complexities well, well yeah, how would you address it so the way that i've handled that stuff for years you know obviously windwalker has um rightfully in in some senses and unrightfully in, in others um developed you know a strong community perception that windwalker is garbage um, you know, no. with the exception of, you know, no, no, it's, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, like, um, you know, with the exception of Antorus, where Windwalker is strong, and obviously it's much stronger now in Shadowlands. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, so anybody who's played before Shadowlands, you know, would remember that, you know, how in Nihilotha Windwalker was, it was literally, I mean, it was awful. It was the worst of the worst. It was. It was. Um, you know, now Shadowlands is giving people a lot more of a reason to, to play it. And I think, um, you know, the thing with Windwalker is it is more com complex. It's not a spec that um, you just spam things spam. over and over again or, um, you know, you press the same button a thousand times in a row. I think that's that's something that's very different and a lot of people have to um, get used to. You know, the, the idea of ABC always be casting is something that's pre prevalent in a lot of specs. And Windwalker is very much not that. If you're doing that, you're probably costing yourself damage. Mm -hmm. Um you know, but at the, at the same time, I think, you know, the reason that we get a lot of compliments about the monk community and, and discord and stuff like that is because those of us that have stuck it out, um, you know, for a long time, 
you know, people, you don't play Windwalker because it's strong. You play it because you love the spec. Yes. Um, because it's fun and it, and it fits what you're looking for in the game. And, and I think that's the same now. It just also happens to be strong. Um, you know, we saw a lot of kind of the, you know, the quote, you know, flavor of the month people kind oh, of yeah. flock in at the start of the expansion. And then 9.0.5 came out and they fixed some bugs. We lost a ton of damage and then got it back a week, two weeks later. Um, but by then, you know, the, the population damage had been uh, yeah. done. So we're kind of working our way back. But um, I think Windwalker is gaining a little bit more of a positive reputation than it had uh, in the past. And people are trying it and, and seeing maybe it's not as scary or even if it is scary, the output right now can justify, yeah. you know, some of that concern. It's, it, uh, I mean, uh, even though it had this this community perception, you know, for I would say at least uh, during BFA, more or less, um, in terms of the numbers we got from our Windwalker guides and stuff, and I know no, Babs uh, always was kind enough to help us out with it. So thank you very much, Babs, uh, uh, for the record on on those. Uh, uh, Windwalker was always one of the the the, the most beloved uh, specs, just out of pure numbers of us looking at you know all the the specs that we did. So there's definitely love for the spec. There's definitely interest, but I feel a lot of folks are just scared of it because it's not. Even I, well, I, you know, it took a while for me to like adjust to like, okay, you cannot be pressing the same ability twice. That's that was like one of the things because you you come from like you know things like I don't know Fury Warrior or have mm -hmm. like you know or even Red Paladin or something like that. You know, this there's this uh, muscle memory that's stuck in, right? And for Monk, you always have to be aware and just be a little bit more methodical, right? Not spammy, spammy, you know, always be casting. Uh, there's, that's a general rule, like for every DPS pack, I would say. But for Monks, you know, it has to be okay. You need to stop a little bit, you know, look look at a couple of things and make sure you're not repeating yourself. So I think that's the, the most, uh, most fascinating thing uh, about it. Um, what would you what would you say to to somebody that would want to get into it? What would be like the, the the first thing to like just okay, don't be scared of this. It it will it will eventually work out. Is there like a you know a, a beginner's trick that you you would you would recommend to somebody or something like that? Play Necrolord. <laughs> yeah, Necro. I mean Necrolord. You know certainly is you know we we generally advise especially newer people to not jump into Kyrian. Um, you know, Kyrian's a little bit more complex um, with a much more room for mistakes, or I should say, but more punishing for mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Necrolord, you know, like like Jay Funk said, is is definitely on the the simpler side, a little bit easier to understand. You kind of play the way the spec is, and then um, benefit from you know from doing so. So, um, yeah, I think is, that's a good point. Is it like? Uh... How, how big is the difference percentage-wise in terms of like, uh, I wouldn't say mythic performance, let's say like your average heroic plus 15s, uh, that, that type of zone. Uh, where would you guys like approximately put it, you know, the difference between a Kyrian monk and a Necro monk? Well, I think Necro is better in mythic plus right now than Kyrian, or at least like, mm -hmm. they're like super close. I think Kyrian's better in single target, but it's much more complicated and Necrolord is better in cleave situations and it's much easier to play. Um, yeah, I think Necro is just better to learn single target because you learn the baseline instead of all the fancy carrying stuff. But I do think that Necro builds bad habits for AoE, especially when you start spamming Crane Kick during mm -hmm. the windows. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think um, 
you know, they're they're close enough, you know, that right now, obviously, a lot of people switch back to Necrolord and we're seeing, a, a you know, kind of a, an explosion of, of Necrolord population, um, you know, largely because of people like Trill and stuff. And, and really just the design of the raid right now benefits Necrolord a little bit better um, than Kyrian. The, the windows are... Um, more frequent, whereas in Nathria, you know, a lot of the DPS windows were every two minutes. Now they're every one minute, or some of them are every three minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, which benefits Necrolord a little bit more um, than Kyrian. They're functionally, you know, in a in a theoretical sense, if all else equal, you know, they're pretty close to being um, identical in terms of performance. Uh, Necrolord is just a little bit easier to kind of get to that maximum, um, as well as just a little bit more flexible right now. Um, you know, but I definitely agree that, you know, if, if there's a point that we are not uh, playing Necrolord again, you know, next patch or whatever, or even next expansion, um, you know, when when we're theoretically done with, with the Covenant system, um, I think we're going to be, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have a hard time breaking that, um, that habit of pressing spinning crane kick back to back. <laughs> it's, yeah, go ahead, Frame. No, I was uh, was about to, was about to ask because um, we uh, among all the class guys that we do, we also do tier lists, and we try to make a disclaimer that you know, uh, meta is a factor that influences the community way too much than it should, and when they see top players play X or say Y about certain spec, they're gonna like, oh my god, that's the Bible, that's the new thing. I'm not gonna play that, or I'm gonna play that. Um, and uh, Marcelin kind of asked that in regards to Necro versus Kirin, but I'm curious as to what you guys think about all the Covenants, because at least uh, for certain classes, the Covenants are way more balanced now than rogues, they were I can in tell you about Rogues. Like, Rogues, the differences, uh, the, cov uh, the Covenant choices between Rogues are, like, super balanced. You can actually go for, like, what you prefer. Yeah, it's, it's, it's similar to a bunch of other classes, and I was I was curious because I always thought the concept of Fallen Order to be, to be interesting. Um, it's just that it seems like whenever they're designing a, a more mechanically interesting ability aside from just a buff, uh, it, it's kind of harder to to make it to make it work. But I'm curious as to how they've made all of these numbers sinking into 9.1 uh, and how far apart do you see each covenant be from the top? And do you think that there's a point in game where that doesn't matter anymore? You can just go whatever covenant? Because we felt like at least from our level of play, heroic and uh, plus 15s is pretty much, you can play whatever you want. As long as you get the basics of the spec right, uh, you can probably play whatever you want and you're going to do way more damage than it's needed to clear that specific content. But it, <laughs> we kind of like, if that's true, we kind of like uh, people to hear it from, let's say, more reliable voices than our own. That, you know, just just play what you want and unless you're going for that 1% performance, then that's just yeah. choose, choose whatever. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree. You know, we, the reason that, you know, if you go into the Monk Discord and, you know, I put together a flow chart for helping people choose, um, you know, the reason that if you look at it, it says, uh, you know, are you a top Windwalker, you know, like world class, you know, then you should play Kyrian. Realistically, those people are playing Necrolord right now because those people aren't looking at a, at a flow chart. <laughs> um, you know, those people aren't looking at my guides or, well, some of them are, but, um, <laughs> you know, generally, you know, they know the information that they're looking for. They know what they're trying to get out of a spec. Um, you know, so really the point that, you know, and then it says, you know, is DPS a factor at all? If somebody says, no, they don't care as much about DPS, they, you know, then the answer is they can play what they want. Um, you know, if it is a factor, you know, 
right now the answer is they can play Kyrian, Necrolord, or Night Fae. Um, you know, Night Fae will fall behind in single target, but, you know, like you said, there's certainly um, something to be said for the amount of AoE in, in raid right now, as well as, um, you know, if you're playing on a, on a not mythic and not pushing things super hard and you want to play Night Fae, you can play Night Fae. Um, you know, the, the big thing that I tell people is that ultimately this is a game. It's meant to be fun. Um, I did not like Kyrian. So the second that Kyrian was, you know, it was okay, you know, and I progression raid, so I, you know, defaulted to choosing the one that, that was stronger. But, um, you know, the second that I felt that I could switch away from Kyrian, I was out. <laughs> um, I'd much be, I'd much prefer to be playing Night Fae right now. I think it fits my preferred play style. Um, better and just is the one that I enjoy most, but Necrolord is close enough that I'm not hating it. I'm not disliking it as much as I did Kyrian. Um, but, you know, it's a game. You, you play what you want. If you, if you hate one, then don't play it. You're supposed to be playing this game to have fun. You hear that, Ian? Hmm? You hear that? <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. It's all love. Um, okay, so well, what about what about like looking looking a little bit to the future, right? And we're gonna circle back a little bit to to possible solutions for single target on on Windwalkers. Now we, there has been this discussion about tier sets coming. I don't know exactly what would that mean if it, if it would be the traditional tier sets that we all know from from past, past expansions or whatever, uh, but. Well, what do you guys think? Do, do you see tier sets for uh, specifically for Windwalker something that could actually be used to fix the single target? It's, I'm, I'm saying fix the single target, but I actually don't know how how bad it is to be honest. Is it that bad, or is it something that okay maybe just just GG is too strong? But nevertheless, would tier sets be the answer at least until the next expansion? Um. I, I, the tier sets could be, um, you know, I think the value in tier sets over the years has been to provide variety, has been to, um, you know, really allow a change so you're not just playing the same spec, um, the same thing tier after tier. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, covenants are doing that right now, too, but I think that's because of the barriers and, and the requirements and stuff that it takes. I think that's incidental. You know, it's not like, um, I don't believe that, you know, that designers went into this tier and saying, okay, Windwalkers are going to want to play Necrolord now. This is going to be the Necrolord tier. Um, you know, whereas previously for tier sets, they could do that. Um, you know, they could say, okay, this is the tier that Windwalkers are going to play this way. And let next tier Windwalkers are going to play this way. Uh, you know, so I, I think tier sets, they can be used to fix stuff like that. Um, but I think the strength in tier sets comes in being able to provide that variety, um, you know, that access to, you know, maybe making another talent stronger or making yeah. a certain playstyle stronger that just changes how things go. And I think that's where the value of tier sets um, really comes in. Uh, remembering this, that I know Ian, I don't know in which interview said that the, the tier sets are not going to be like your normal tier sets. I hope he was not referring to Shards of Domination. Hope, um, but um, <laughs> it was something in the more in the lines of something like tier sets for covenants or something like that. Covenant specific tier sets or shit like that. And uh, that kind of got me worried. Yeah, that's. And I'm not sure how I feel about that. And I think you guys can uh, can clarify this a little bit more. Uh, co covenants uh, feel like it's just. 
a very weird system to to gate uh, player power by. I can feel like covenants uh, were supposed to, or or conduits at the very least, which kind of work in tandem with covenants. Supposed to be like the new role of talents, the new abilities, the new Azurite that we would have gotten, which I never want to ever use a system to compare it to. Oh, this is the new Azurite. We don't. It's not like anybody <laughs> anybody asked for that. Um, but uh, the, the, your opinion is basically shared by pretty much everybody, uh, Babs. Uh, tier sets are supposed to redefine the playstyle just a little bit, maybe change a little ability. This tier you're playing your spec a little bit different. Um, obviously, they've been using external system power to fix issues and keep the core design of the spec a little bit Maybe. minimal mm -hmm. so that they can just add layers of okay this this tier uh monks need a little bit more single target let's just add shards of domination that would fix that obviously oh shards. wow what a great idea so <laughs> like like you said i i don't think tier sets are supposed to fix things but i rather add variety just asking because that's their track record with the <sighs> latest borrowed shit right? so they, if they, they stuff. and i don't i don't know how you guys feel if they do add tier sets that are covenant tier sets I don't want them. I'm just saying that's 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 a that's a horrible idea. I don't know what, what you guys think. And if, <laughs> and if they do do that, what kind of <laughs> bonuses would you guys think would be good for Windwalker? Like thinking about the abilities, I'm guessing, right? Because it would be something enhancing or changing the covenant ability. If, right? if they affect the covenant ability again, I'm gonna. Well, I mean, what what else could could happen with a tier set for the covenant? I don't. I don't know. I mean, give you wings, make you lift. If you're Kyrian, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> of yeah i mean i i think it's it's a situation where at least for me there's there's too many systems on top of the systems oh, um, well thank you babs yes it's a good good to hear from somebody else too <laughs> you know i mean i think that's and i think i think these are all cool ideas you know i can see how they made it through kind of the initial stage um you know but at least I think that right now, as 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 even though I did say that earlier, I've you know I'm trying not to say that stuff, but I, I don't think it's laziness, like actual laziness, like oh I don't care, because I I do think that the people who are making the game care, um, and that generally they want the game to be fun, they want people to enjoy it, you know I think there's a disconnect between those people who, um, you know, actually do the work to make the game and the people above them who, mm -hmm. you know, tell them what to do. I think there's a disconnect there. Um, you know, and I think going into Shadowlands, I think we saw a lot of um, disconnect in between just the, uh, you know, in just the numbers. I think there just isn't enough of them, yeah. enough people in the positions to really be able to affect change. You know, I think if you know something like hit combo being left on the talent row you know maybe if there had been more designers to do that and to focus on that maybe it would have been done or maybe more things would have been done i think it's an asset you know uh allocation type of a problem more than like an actual apathy or um you know lack of caring problem uh but you know at the same time it's you know we don't necessarily have to care you know uh, yes yeah i mean we're just chatting now you know it's basically we're doing things like these you know you have to pick up serenity website discord you know uh, g funk you know plays you know and also helps out on the discord this is all out of the love of a fucking game uh, what what it's, game i'm, I'm uh, thinking like a, like one of the does final fantasy have like 
class Discord. I don't, I don't job discords with people making podcasts and websites and specific classes or huh? jobs, whatever they have that. Yeah. I don't I don't know about that. I know like other popular games, like let's say Diablo doesn't have that, like an Amazon website or a or a barbarian website. There's not, I don't know if there's oh, there such a thing. So, two fans, but so I think WoW, like like you said, uh, Babs, I think some people get the wrong idea about WoW. I don't think uh, the devs are lacking apathy or caringness because, well, unfortunately for some, their passion has been exploited for the game. So they clearly that the passion is still there. Uh, and uh, just looking at how classes have been a, uh, approached selectively leads me to believe that you know they're, they're just allocating resources based on a priority system where fire mages and boomkins constantly get changes whenever there's something going on about them or they're too strong or they're too weak don't you uh, love th- didn't fire mages get another thing this week yeah again? the, the sunkeys legendary yeah, they had thing, a, yeah. a legendary change yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's i think i think it's definitely that and i think like a lot of specs uh, that people have a lot of love for, like Windwalker, like Enhancement, like Retribution. Survival. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I actually don't think Survival guys that much love, I man. I know it does. I think on, half, of the, half of the people just wanted to be ranged again. <laughs> <laughs> Still, man, it's a, it's a love uh, Yeah, I, I think, uh, I don't know, I guess just, just our specs are selectively chosen to, to be addressed. And unfortunately, not everybody's getting the same amount of love. And I mean... We can only hope that you know that changes with the changes that are going on now. So who yeah, knows? hopefully, hopefully things do turn for for the better. Because I do agree with Babs. I've been saying it for a long while. I think it's actually a a manpower problem at the at the company or at the, in Team Two at least. I don't know what the fuck has happened over the years. Well, we kind of know a couple of things that happened, but we're not getting into that. Um, just to, just to uh, get into the the closing chapters of uh, the, the the school discussion we had. So. Here's the, the million dollar question for both of y'all. Um, let's say, uh, I don't know, Ian has a ghost that comes up to you and Maybe gives you... What? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and, and gives you a, a big sack of money to be in charge of the Windwalker uh, spec. And he would just ask, okay, uh, you have to invent an ability or look in the past and bring something back, a talent or something uh, for Windwalkers. What would that be and why? No. Numbers aside, yeah, numbers aside, don't care about balancing. Don't think about balancing. Let Ian he deal with that because he he's good that at that. Yeah, changing Stormworth and Fire into like uh, Stormworth and Fire from like MOBAs, like where they each spirit has their own like ability and like stuff going on individually. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. That would be interesting. And would you be able to to actually actively control, control those abilities or those uh, clones, or would it be still passive? Oh, oh. Well, in an ideal world, but I don't think WoW, WoW is a game that can handle that many controls and everything. So, I think one of the a, a cool idea of that would be if our last tier of talents, you know, if the left one was Fire Spirit, if the middle one was you know uh, Storm Spirit, and the right one was Earth, and then each one got, you know, that changed that when you used the Storm Earth and Fire cooldown, you became that aspect oh, rather than yeah, all three. Yeah. And that change, you know, so maybe the storm spirit, you know, is AOE focused AOE, or single, yeah. you know, whatever. But I, I think that would be something that could thematically fit really, really well. Oh, that would be so cool. That would, that would uh, free would up whirling and dragon punch to move the wave wave would that. be defensive wise, particularly ah, for PvP that would, be, that would be pretty that would be cool. so goddamn cool, Jesus Christ. Oh, that, that, that feels shit. like such an ambitious thing for them <laughs> I would play with Walker just for that tower. Oh, happen. shit, man. <laughs> ah, that would be so cool. 
Uh, okay, so basically we got one answer from from both of them. Anything, <laughs> anything else? You, you, I mean, something like from the past or something, or something brand new, like actually brand new, like an ability, something that would would rival uh, Rising Sun King or anything like that. Because um, they have. I mean, I, you go I ahead, think go ahead. the big a big thing for me, um, you know, as much as I had historically not advocated for it, but I think um, Storm uh, Strike of the Windlord coming back. Um, you know, from Legion would obviously, that'd be a huge fan favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, people have just been asking for it incessantly. Um, you know, a lot of times because they want the damage that it do- that it had done, you know, yeah. not really realizing that you can't just add damage like that in a vacuum, um, you know, because that's just not how things sure. work. There has to be a, a give and take to it. Um, but at the same time, I think that there's there's room for that um, and I would I would caveat that with um, the idea that uh, doing that it, back in in Legion we had a an Azerite trait or not an Azerite trait an artifact power um, called Thunderfist where when you hit if you hit more targets with your Strike of the Windlord then you would deal more single target damage I think your auto attacks dealt more damage or you attack faster whatever mm-hmm. after that. Um, and I think that aspect of things where AOE, more AOE increases your single target damage would be a beneficial thing um, for Windwalker to have um, just as part of it. I, I'd like to see something like after you finish channeling uh, Fist of Fury, you know, for every target that you hit during Fist of Fury, your next Rising Sun Kick deals X amount more damage. Um, so that kind of one plays off of the other and, and you can use, you know, I, I'd like to see more, you know, the reason that going back to the start of, of our conversation that, you know, that we talked about um, kind of my pinnacle of, of Windwalker design, the reason that my pinnacle has been Tomb of Sargeras is because there was a very close interplay between Rising Sunkick and Fist of Fury. Mm-hmm. One buffed, you know, Rising Sunkick buffed Fist of Fury, Fist of Fury buffed Rising Sunkick. And they just felt like they worked together. And I'd like to see you know, more interplay between Windwalker's abilities than I think it fits with the martial arts, with the, you know, the idea of that flow, um, you know, Bruce Lee, Kung Fu kind of, uh, you know, theme. And I think something like that, I think leaning more into that or the flip side, leaning more into the actual wind aspect because Windwalker really has very few, we've lost a lot of our abilities that are, you know, literally wind-based. You know, and the ones that we do have aren't as used. Um, you know, so I'd like to see one of those two directions, either really dive into the martial arts and let that be a thing, um, you know, be our focus or really dive into, um, you know, the aspect of the wind. You know, I advocated back going into Legion for Windwalker becoming a uh, ranged spec oh, at the time. What? Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I wrote it a really lengthy um, post back back then. I was um, not only doing peak, but also um moderating the uh, MMO champion forums and stuff like that as yeah. well. Um, so I wrote a big post about how I felt with, it was when they moved survival into melee, um, you know, and kind of saw that we already had a lot of melee specs and, and adding more didn't really make any sense um, to me. And it still doesn't, um, you know, but adding, I, I ad- advocated or kind of came up with the idea that Windwalker could be a ranged melee spec. Um, you know, so using the Storm Earth and Fire function 
to kind of shadow box our damage from a distance and then our Storm Earth and Fire clones would copy it onto that target and kind of really utilize that function um, of the old Storm Earth and Fire where you could choose for it to go on multiple targets rather than um, you know, pressing it and them kind of doing their own thing. I mean, I thought that would be a really cool way for Windwalker to still maintain its martial arts, still maintain its, uh, you know, the flow and, and literally the abilities that we have, but deal damage from range rather than just being another melee into the group. Well, there's at least two concepts of that already in the game, so I wouldn't see it being incredibly hard to implement. Uh, Enhancement has Ascendance, which mm -hmm. turns uh, uh, turns your uh, Storm Strike into Wind Strike, and you have uh, Survival with Aspect of the Ego, which essentially turns your Raptor Strike into Range. Uh, you do definitely uh, those both of those concepts kind of lose the auto attacks versions into into mm -hmm. the target because you're range. But I can definitely see how Windwalkers can you know you know like you punch a, f a fist of air into your opponent or yeah, like or kick a wind. That would that would that would be cool. And I think I mean they're kind of opening up the ground i don't know if intentionally or just as a uh, as a co no, coincidence byproduct i guess by having survival kind of like a, a half range half melee spec especially in pvp where you're you know uh, if you really think about it uh, as survival in pve the only melee uh, abilities are raptor strike and carve and pretty much sting bombs and all of that are range so I wouldn't see why that that kind of concept can be elaborated more and maybe who knows in a in a world where you have a couple of melee specs that can actually shoot from afar you wouldn't have this discrepancy yeah. between range and melee in terms of like high competitive rating environment where you can just you know kind of fill in more melees because they can also be half ranged at times I suppose I mean but. Yeah, I think that like with with Mistweaver being, you know, at least historically supposed to being that, you know, AOE or sorry, not AOE, that that um, melee healer, you know, that now obviously we see a lot more often because um, they kind of gave it to Holy, Holy Paladins, Paladins as yeah. well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I think they could have continued or they could still continue with that idea of kind of subverting some of the um, kind of tropes about you know, various things and Windwalker being, um, you know, a spec that plays like a melee, but does so from range, um, you know, would be, would be a good thing. Um, just to help, you know, give, like, we don't need more melee specs in the game. There's plenty. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we could use more range specs in the game. Definitely. Um, one of the most, uh, I would say, favorite specs, at least in, in, in our gang over here. And uh, happy that, you know, we, we had the chance to, uh, to talk about it and get, get a little bit through, uh, you know, the, the talents and conduits and Legos and stuff. It's pretty cool. And now, now I'm actually thinking of maybe actually going Necro for the Yeah, leave your arms for him. I don't want to play around. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, the first thing, guys, thank you so much, Babs and J-Funk, for, for joining. Um, and also, if you guys uh, definitely uh, want to check the boys out, the links are going to be in yep, the description. Check down below. 
highly recommend you you, you check uh, uh, you know Babs's uh, YouTube and you know Pico's journey Discord and the website if you really want to get into that Wind Walker. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's, highly recommend for anybody. Uh, we mean, know oh, we are there that, uh, that you're asking us Wind Walker questions, and it's not like we don't like to answer Wind Walker questions. But if you haven't been to the Pika Serenity community yet, oh both man. website and the Discord, you probably should at least if you want to play Monk for any amount of time, especially yeah. Wind Walker. It's one of the personally, I feel one of the best uh, Discord community organized there, and you can easily find information that you want. Especially on the website, it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's a lot of passionate people talking about the spec, and you'll definitely find like-minded people there. Yeah, go 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 there. Don't just, just said after after you watch this, of course. But that being Clearly. said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and uh, we shall see you very soon. Uh, probably on the next Monday, if not the Monday after this, uh, we still figure things out. Uh, have a great week ahead. Take care, everybody. Bye. -bye. I'm a doing slash bow. Still, I play wow. Still, I play wow.